Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. I can't break this habit. I'm Connor, and I have an unreasonable craving for cheese for someone with lactose intolerancy. I'm Shauna, and I think blood magic is for weenies. I'd just like to say any cre- oh, why did I do that? Continue, Tepper. <laughs> uh, and I'm Tepper, and I got interrupted by John. It's true. Facts. I'd just like to say any craving for cheese is a reasonable craving for cheese. I want cheese so bad. Why? Fuck. Because I'm on keto, and that's like the only thing I can eat that has any carbs in it. Uh... This week, we'll be watching Sister Act, directed by Emile Ardolino, released in 1992. Uh, because many scenes were shot in Reno, the cast members would often stay in their habits and wander off the set to pull some pranks at the casinos, bars, clubs, and strip clubs. Uh, Kathy Najimy and Wendy McKenna uh, tell a story that they once ordered wine and fries to a hotel room and answered the door in their habits while loud porn was playing on the television just to mess with the hotel staff. That's fantastic and completely on brand. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Connor and Shauna brought this movie to us this week. Why? Uh, I watched a lot of movies as a kid. This was one of many that I watched as a kid. Uh, I didn't watch this one as much as, like, a lot of others that I've brought, but I definitely, like, distinctly remember watching this movie. Uh, I had a good time with it at the time, so I'm interested to see how I like it now. Similar, but also, uh, my first Broadway musical that my parents took me to as a kid was Sister Act which I learned was based on the movie. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also where I discovered I don't like going to Broadway musicals. Uh, not specifically for the content of Sister Act, just in general. I don't like seeing live shows. But yeah, I saw this live show. Alright. Yeah, it actually had a limited run when it was first going, where uh, Whoopi Goldberg was actually playing Mother Superior. Mm. Uh... Does anyone else have a connection to this film? I've never heard of it before. I've definitely seen some random scenes. I don't know, it could have been from the second one, for all I know. But, yeah, I've definitely seen Whoopi Goldberg it's, in a habit. That's promising. It was good enough to get a sequel. So you should be excited, Tepper. <laughs> no. Just because my name's on something doesn't mean it's bad. It's not just your name, Shauna's name on it as well. <laughs> the two, both people who bring the worst movies. Dab. Got something uh, to dab about. We are now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Please describe it and tell us what you think the movie's about. Uh, at the top of the poster, it says, Whoopee. And then going down, there are a bunch of nuns in white. And then there is a uh, nun in black, who is also black. Uh, she's got some cool-looking glasses. Uh, on the left next to her, it says, No sex, no booze, no men, no way. Uh, big lettering, Sister Act. Um, and then 
the nun in black has red heels on. And like every like the background and everything else is white. That white nun right in the very front has hella ass. <laughs> <laughs> now that you pointed it out, you're correct. Yeah, well like her her habit is way more fitted than everyone else's. Yeah. Scandalous. Hella ass. This was like prime whoopee time, so the fact that Whoopi's name is larger than the title of the movie, not surprising. I like the phrase prime whoopee time. <laughs> it just sounds fun to say. It is fun to say. Everyone at home. Prime whoopee time. I thought we were going to do it in sync. <laughs> we're not that coordinated. Did you hear our time sync at the start of this? <laughs> Tepper, what do you think the movie's about? Um, a nun that gets up to un-nun-like activities. That's hot. I've had fantasies <laughs> about that. <laughs> I was raised Roman Catholic. I know what that's about. Commentary. Gold as always. <laughs> um... I'm assuming it's a comedy and that it stars uh, Whoopi. What? It stars Whoopi? Yeah, it stars Whoopi. How how could you guess? (laughs) I like how these are all ended with periods. They are all separate statements. Correct. No no sex. No booze. No men. And no ways. (laughs) It's not saying no way to the previous. poorly done yeah like like it's it's you know it doesn't give a lot away yeah and like it's it's a comedy movie i'm assuming so like they don't hope they don't uh like what are they gonna put on funny things happen here like it's comedy no one cares um yeah i mean normally the tagline suggests what occurs this may or may not we'll have to see all right, we'll see you after the film. One, two, three. You didn't shoot. Neither did you. I figured if uh, you did, I wouldn't have to. That's what I figured. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Lesbian energy. So much. There's a lot. Fright? For a movie about Lunds. About nuns, a lot of lesbian energy. But also the the lesbian punk ladies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were really into the song about no man could take me away from God. Only women. <laughs> it was, it was, um, it was pretty good. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. I thought you would dislike this, honestly. Really? Why did you think I would dislike this? I don't it know. It has all the elements of a movie that you dislike. Yeah. It's like a... It's admittedly not a great movie, but I think it's fun. I still had fun with it, despite me knowing it's not a great movie. The way I would the way I would like describe this movie personally is like... It, it, it is something that... It's a type of story that you've seen like a million times. Like the tro, it's very very trope heavy in its structure, um, uh, like in its story structure, 
But I, I think they did, like, within that classic tale of outsider comes you, you, you know i don't need yeah, to really yeah. describe it to you guys within that template i thought it was pretty fun yeah classic sports or musical or whatever yeah, yeah. I, tropes i wasn't sure if it's because i've seen it before but i was watching like this is very formulaic and i know exactly where it's going but yeah. i wasn't yeah. sure if because like i've seen it before it's structure. it's a formulaic movie and mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's a formulaic movie in a genre that a lot of the movies seem the same like, you know, I'm I'm sure all of us could name at least two other movies with a st- structure basically exactly mirroring what happens in this one. Well, it's like, it's an early 90s movie, so a lot of this sort of movie happened yeah. in, like, late 80s, so it very much follows that formula. Yeah. It was weird. It diverged from the standard formula of Airbud in that it didn't have the court scene at the end of the movie abruptly. <laughs> I don't understand. How um, am I supposed to know that the guy got his comeuppance? Uh, but uh, I, I enjoyed enjoyed this one. Like the, the I would say the first quarterish of the movie. Like until until she takes is like uh, um, starts musicking. Starts musicking. The movie's kind of eh. eh yeah, well, and, it's pretty and, like, slow. And even the parts that, like, other people might like, for me, it was just, like, really, like, cringy, embarrassing humor, like, or at least a type of humor that I don't enjoy, um, which made it even worse. But the other, like, like everything after she starts musicking is uh, pretty good. Yeah, like, the, the, um, the montage of doing chores and like them sneaking out was pretty decent. Even just like her first interaction with uh, sis- sister Daisy Clock was pretty was pretty cute. Lesbian energy first scene with uh, lesbian it, energy. It, it, that's the yeah. one where she comes heavy. into her room and goes like, I, "I have this clock for you. Let me yeah. sit on your bed and we'll discuss." That yeah. was the one, when I was telling you guys before we started the episode, like, the one that really stuck out to me was that one where I'm like, oh, man. Well, like, especially because the, sorry, her very, her very first night staying there, there's music, there's, like, music playing that's supposed to, I guess, be somber, but it's, like, just saxophone, so it's very sensual. <laughs> just take that music, put it to that scene instead, you're done. <laughs> mad lesbian energy uh that that was the main scene where i was really like hmm Mm. (laughs) so and similar to what john said like you put a different soundtrack over that scene and like "Mm." (laughs) um the naive little nun going into the room of the much more experienced nun (laughs) asking questions about self-discovery and how there's something inside her that just wants to come out lesbian energy <laughs> that is the start of a porn yeah. i have definitely watched <laughs> dance with every woman at the bar it's like i see why you uh, uh like this movie and watched it when you're younger <laughs> and the, the the lesbian punk gang oh well, yeah those punk girls had style there was so much style in this movie yeah they got progressively less punk as they attended more church, but probably progressively more lesbian. <laughs> yeah. In the opening, I think I was saying, uh, 
uh, a nun acting unnunlike, and you were saying how hot you found that. And it's like, well, <laughs> this movie certainly delivered to you. <laughs> I thought there was more singing in this movie. I remembered there being more singing, but that might be the second movie too. Mm. Um, but I was also like in the choir as a kid, so mm. you know, choir movies appealing. But uh, especially when they lead to this many lesbian encounters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought the movie was uh, like it was funny. Um, it was, you know, like it was interesting. It did, it did exactly what it wanted to do is the feeling I walked away from this movie at. Like, I feel like I laughed at every scene where they wanted me to laugh at. They, You know what I mean? Like, they invoked all the emotions they wanted. Yep. Uh, I gotta say, standout scene for me is definitely, oh, it will cost $1,500 to go to Reno. Oh, Lord, bless this man. <laughs> I love just, that scene. <laughs> like, one to the next. <laughs> they're... <sighs> Church is a lot about guilt, and they're real good at it. <laughs> oh yeah. man uh, but that scene was uh was really good i think my favorite is just like it's just like oh, i can't shoot a nun <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they got really bumbly at the end yeah like, well like it's very obvious that they were a religious that was set up with vince at the very beginning where he went to confession yeah yeah and a lot of mobs actually like way back when were super like catholic they just yeah. like killed people. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then confessed like, about it. Just yeah. not nuns. That'd be crazy. But yeah, I love that. And there's like one, two, three. You didn't shoot. You didn't either. Listen, <laughs> I was mobs, you. mobs had big moral gray areas, okay? Yeah, it's true. Whereas the police officer completely willing to just shoot into a group of nuns. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. Very on point for the police officer. <laughs> that was such a weird entrance, like shooting yeah, through a mirror. Right? Yeah. Like, like, oh man, that was a weird one. My favorite line in the entire movie is the nuns being like, we have to go help her. We can't leave it up to the cops. <laughs> and I'm like, you yeah, get the, it. Yeah, the feds, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, like, all the older nuns in that group were really good. Yep. <laughs> Oh, do you want to take over the choir from me? Like, everyone on the ground's like, yes, yeah. do it. You're a ringer, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, <was> so good. <laughs> and, like, I like how, like, willing she was, like, like she's kind of putting on a show, but really she's like, please take it. I can't do this, <laughs> yeah. I can't do this choir shit anymore. Uh, yeah, like, the two, the two standout scenes in that movie overall for me is definitely when she goes across to the bar and then the two nuns follow. Yeah. Another uh, somewhat lesbian heavy scene. <laughs> yeah. Dance with, with every woman at the bar. Start by dancing with a woman. Change dance partners to another woman who was dancing with a man. Change dance partners to one more woman. <laughs> Never dance with a man. Yeah. You look at movies through a very different lens than I do. Men are sinful. <laughs> Just makes sense. Man, I would I would love for uh uh, Connor to write like a film theory academic journal article slash book just looking at movies through a lesbian lens <laughs> <laughs> like just on a scale of one to ten how much lesbian energy is in this movie and I've watched enough like, movies yeah uh, like you would you would get an audience in today's like super woke world people would love that 
It's like, how can I skew this entire movie to be real lesbian-centric? Fast and Furious. That's already got it. Yeah. (laughs) Mad gay energy in that one. Yeah, it's not so much lesbian energy. There's a ton of gay energy, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Shaw Shaw and Hobbes. But, like, even before they showed up, like, there's a lot of gay energy. Yeah, Yeah, like, there's not a lot of lesbian energy, because there's... There's, like, one woman. There's one to three, and they're rarely in the same scene. Yeah. Yeah. Ton of gay Uh, energy, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, Sean Hobbs, they fight to see who's bottom in that relationship. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Whoever's the bottom is a hella power bottom. (laughs) (laughs) And every night they refight to see who will be bottom. Oh, they're switches. Got it. Well, and by the end of the movie, they find out it's Idris Elba. He is their true bottom. Perhaps we've gone off topic. Uh, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> this is now a... <laughs> this is a Fast and Furious uh, gay fanfiction podcast. <laughs> now that is a powerful niche market. <laughs> Not just gay fanfiction of Fast and Furious, but podcast about it. <laughs> We're filling a critical need, a societal good. Speaking of societal goods, cleaning up that neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Pretty, pretty standard scene, but, like, it was, it pre- was cute. It was, it was cute. Yeah, yeah. There was some, and, like, like just, like, just, like, here are two nuns standing outside of an uh, of an adult uh, oh, movie and store. And the one guy, when she, like, blocks him, and then was, like, talking to him, and he looked so uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Oh, is this no- I just want to get my pornography and leave. Why are you talking to me? Because yeah. you, ha- you are going to an adult video store across the street from a fucking church. Maybe yeah. choose your locations better next time, bud. But this is Church Street. There's supposed to be pornography here. <laughs> Yeah, there was a porn store, there was a CD bar, I think there was a tattoo parlor. There was definitely a shutdown shop that, like, not it good things de- happened in there. Yeah, well, it it's was, interesting because it we, Detroit. we we learned that it's it's Church Street, which is <laughs> it's just yeah. like, I feel like this coven's not the only church on this street, because it's um, not a particularly large one. Church Street tends to be the name of a street that a church was on when, like, the city was, like, basically yeah, yeah. being established. Sure. It's I'm like, just saying church this is church... is there. It's on Church Street. This church is pretty small. I feel like it's probably not the church that the street was named for. I think it's a pretty big church. It's just, like, shitty now. Alright. It's physically big. Yeah. Hmm. It's just, it's been dwindling because of sin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, okay. How do I reach these kids? Thinking, thinking about another great scene in that movie was when, after the first choir sequence, when uh, she's getting, like, berated and they're all listening outside the door, and then the guy busts yeah. and starts going, like, what a great job, so wonderful, like, you guys are great, I'm going to, like, write to all these other people and tell them how awesome this choir thing is. Yeah, like, literally everyone heard that conversation and everyone chose to ignore it. Yeah. And basically go over Mother Superior's head by complimenting her. Yeah. And then, and then uh, uh, Whoopi's character coming in just like, oh, there's something she didn't want to tell you, but 
we're gonna go out and help the neighborhood. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. imagining like Mother Superior's just like, I want to die. <laughs> Fucking kill me. Yeah, because it's not like it's not like the priest or whatever uh, just like walked in without hearing any of the conversation. He oh, stood yeah, at no. that door for a few minutes and just yeah. Like, it's just like we'll never do this again. It's like, oh, that was great. Yeah, that, that's that's what why a great found, idea, mother. Yeah, that's why I found that scene so good was because he waited at the door listening before stepping in. Just uh making it intentional rather than unintentional was like a really good choice. Yeah. So Fast and Furious. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> um, I really like how instead of removing the graffiti, they just kind of like made it a mural. They could have yeah. just removed the paint, but they sort of went with like the vibe of the neighborhood that they're in now, and yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I yeah, liked the, I liked the helicopter guns at the top. Hell yeah, just... yeah, those were great. It was like all these community people and like just flying nuns at the top of the mural. <laughs> like, all yeah. right, guys, nuns are superheroes now nun cinematic universe can i speak to you about the nun initiative nun initiative left beef (laughs) that was terrible i love it you're welcome it was for you (laughs) um yeah yeah it was a lot of fun um it's kind of similar to the blues brothers movie obviously different musical theme but... I have not seen Blues Brothers. Mm. It's on the list, probably. Actually, I think I've, I've seen I've seen one scene from it, which was the police chase, if I remember correctly. It's a good scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, when speaking about this movie, it's definitely like I feel like our discussion tonight is probably going to cap off pretty early because um, there's really like there's not too much to criticize, and a lot of the stuff to like maybe like credit like criticize it's just not within the scope of what this movie was trying to be yeah like the biggest thing is it's kind of slow to set it up yeah but once it does like the characters are good the the jokes are are quite good i found the setup a little jarring in tone because like it would cut to the very serious mob boss about to kill his underling and then whoopi goldberg is like i don't need no man it's just like mm-hmm. Yeah. This weird comedy to very serious shift and kept cutting back and forth. It's like, this is very jarring to go back and forth between. Yeah, I think they were like, it would be funny by its contrast, but it didn't really work that great. I think they were trying to keep it from being quite so heavy because this is a comedy movie. Yeah. I mean, it would have been more jarring if we were just followed Whoopi that whole scene complaining about not needing a man and then she walks in on a gunshot <laughs> with no context on our end. Yeah. <laughs> if we got that scene exactly how the character got it. Just like, whoa. All right, then. Hey, Vince. Off to the races. I love the coat. Thanks. Yeah. Your wife's coat is very nice. Uh, I like that, like... Nobody commented earlier that it's like, maybe don't get on the news. <laughs> I mean, she tried. She's like, oh, a news person. And she covers her face with a baby. Yeah, yeah, that, that was she's good. holding. Also, like, typically you have to ask consent. Nah. Nah, this, this the... is the 90s. Yeah, I was gonna say, this is the 90s. <laughs> Privacy laws? What are those? That wouldn't be convenient for the story. No. There had to be tension. We had to think she might get shot, but no, she wasn't going to. Yeah, no. I my my biggest requ- uh, 
wish is that the scene with the Pope, we had also seen the lesbian punks just like also hanging out in that, in that, uh, <laughs> in the box seat at the top. I feel like Christians would have had a lot more to say about this movie if that were the case. Yeah. <laughs> what Nobody was cares. like the critical reception of this movie? I don't know. Da, 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 da. Zero percent Rotten Tomatoes. That sounds right. Negative. No, it's definitely 100%. not that bad. Like you have to be like truly bad or strange to get zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's one of those things where like I could see Christians getting mad at it, but also like it isn't that offensive of a movie. It has a seventy-two percent from critics and a sixty-five from audience. Well, I feel like a lot of, like, Christian, like, it has to be truly bad for Christians to really get offended about, because, like, they're, they're, they've been in pop culture for so long that they've kind of gotten used to it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, you know, like, whatever. Yeah, and it didn't paint the religion in a bad light, necessarily. Yeah, it, it did, like, a very, so, like, it, it basically takes, like, if we were to examine the politics of this movie, it takes a very, like, reformist um like meet meet everyone halfway where it wasn't yes. like they were saying like abolish the you know the church or anything but like the church has to transform with the times but what does Westboro Baptist Church think about this movie <laughs> who cares about them <laughs> i would Are like a comment still going i thought their family was done oh they're still going huh i went on their website recently and i was looking at their signs it was fucking great i love westboro yeah. baptist church signs they're crazy. I mean, cr- Christian, like, protest signs in general are, like, a genre of their own. Oh, yeah. Uh, my favorite one uh, said, abstain from fleshy lusts, and I really want to get that tattooed on my inner thigh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Power move. Any other lusts are fine, though, right? Yeah, Just obviously. fleshy ones are Just fleshy ones. <laughs> So that means fucking robots is fine. Hell yeah, it is. Good. All right. This is a church I can get behind. Yeah, like, like there's a bunch of, like, church stuff that could be, you know, you just change the context slightly and it becomes metal as fuck. Like, the more recent one was, like, the, the sheep will know my voice. Yeah. And it's, like, it's just, like, a Christian, like, record from, like, the 70s or 80s or some shit like that. Um, But, like, that could very easily be, like, a metal album. Uh, name like just like oh, the, hell sheep, yeah. the sheep know my voice and then like some sick cover art oh. and some like fucking band name you can't fucking read yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> connor gets it they get it, it it's good like Thank and you. then you could have like some like like you know that Garf- garfield comic i posted the other day of like the mutated garfield with, um like, i love stuff? Like the abomination. abomination, yeah, Garfield. That that, but sheep on the cover, oh. and they're all like like, who's raised to the sky? There's no escape, John. <laughs> I can smell you, John. I know you're in the house. <laughs> just as a side note, um, all the stuff that people have been doing with just editing Garfield comics has been hilarious. Like Garfield without Garfield. Oh, Garfield without Garfield's been going on for years, but I no, I, I, I know it. I have a, but that's like an example of like I love that, and 
just like any stuff like the Eldritch Abomination Garfield one was really good. Did you like, know there's a Garfield like themed restaurant here in Toronto? No, I did not know that. They sell something called a Garfacino. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get real close to my mic for that one. Have you make it real sensual? Have Garfacino. You that thing. I've never been. I really want to go though. Oh god, and I know right. you would order that. Next, ne- next I'm time keto I'm... though. I can't like eat anything there right now. Okay, good. Next time I'm up visiting, we'll go. Oh god, don't it, do not encourage this dumpster behavior. It's a cappuccino, but they use like I think carrot juice to make everything orange. That sounds all the worst things. Yeah, yeah. they don't want to use dyes. They don't want to use anything oh. like unnatural, so they're trying to use like natural food colors to make things orange, like Garfield. Their pizza shaped like Garfield's head, and that's kind of cute. Pumpkin spice. Who's whose thoughts are? I want to have a Garfield themed restaurant, but no unnatural colors or flavors. I don't know, dude. <laughs> what Venn diagram gets you there? Wow. Yeah. Really. <laughs> They should just only have lasagnas and be closed on Mondays. <laughs> That's all you need. We are real so, distracted this episode. <laughs> okay. But but honestly, whoever opened that is probably living their best life. Like, it takes a very particular type of person to, one, like, go, I want to make a Garfield-themed restaurant, and two, go out and fucking do it. Like, damn. No. Sorry, what was this movie about? Uh, Garfield... <laughs> Garfield uh, lesbians, yeah, and and him trying to get into the to the Fast and Furious gang, yeah, and Fast and Furious fan fiction. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be real. I basically like used up everything I could really say about this movie. Like, I guess like the music was good. They did a good cover of uh, Twist and Shout, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome in the credits. Songs were all nice. They sounded good. <laughs> Yeah, you can really see how they transformed this into a Broadway musical. I will say, Twist and Shout also makes its appearance in uh, The Blues Brothers. Oh! Nice. There's another movie that it shows up big in. Uh, Animal House. There's mm. another one. Um, but, uh, yeah. Because I, I really like that song, so uh, it was nice to hear it. We figured it out. Now we know why Tepper liked the movie. <laughs> was completely down on it until the credit scene. We've cracked the code. Only play movies that have twist and shout. Or just play play it over the entire movie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's for, for very formulaic but also executed quite well. So like there's not a lot to say about it. Um a thing that this is kind of an aside but I'm trying to milk as much Observations as possible. Uh, so when I went to Cherry Hill, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> the Broadway musical. I can't remember much about it. Like I know the story because it's the story. But what stuck out to me the most was when uh, Dolores, the character Dolores, was getting chased by the mobsters. The way they did that on stage was they had a giant round disc on the floor that rotated <laughs> so that they were running on a giant treadmill to maintain the chase. <laughs> so they're just running in a circle? Yes. Nice. But the, the circle is rotating so they stayed in place but they could still run. Ah, nice. 
That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. And that's, that really stuck out to me from the musical. Not much else. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, oh, uh, just a side note. The song is Shout, not Twist and Shout. It's by the Eyes of Brothers. It's very good. Right. Twist and Shout is also a very good song, but uh, Shout. The more you know, listeners. Yeah, yeah. Fact check. Who does that? I, I, I like I like being correct in the things I say. My statement might still mm. be correct in that it, I think it is Twist and Shout that is in Blues Brothers. But yeah. it's been a bit. It's, a Twist and Shout is also in um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's a song he sings in the uh, mm. uh, parade. Accurate. Hmm. It's a good scene. Five degrees of twist and shout. <laughs> um, do we have anything else to say? Like, uh, I, I have one like... last like rhetorical oh, okay. question, basically, which is how the fuck did they get all of Whoopi's hair in that goddamn nun cap? <laughs> yeah, I forgot she had hair until right at the end again. Like, oh, fuck, that's a lot of hair. She has so much hair. An incredible volume and thickness of hair. How? That's what that's what all that lesbian energy was uh, was uh, was powering. <laughs> Just Whoopi, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> this is lesbian energy number one. <laughs> this is lesbian energy number three. And this is to go even further, further beyond. beyond. <laughs> There we go. Now we've referenced Dragon Ball Z as well. It's been a good episode. <laughs> we are on a fucking roll tonight. Um, lots of hair. Yeah. Who's how, how, how much did you like that hair, Connor? Oh, her hair? Beautiful. I love her hair. I just want to, like, roll in it. <laughs> Alright. Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. I hear it. I can hear it. You're worse than Eve with her, like, I can hear you laughing. It's like, no, you can't. Tepper's tops. Tepper's tops. Twist and shout. (laughs) All right. Here we are. Tepping the tops. Oh, one more thing before we finally get into Tepper's tops, even though I've already transitioned. The opening, the very opening scene was stupid and I hated it. Yeah, yeah, it was mm. great. Is that was my least favorite part of the whole movie. Singing at the club. Yep. No, yeah. that was her as a kid in oh, class. Right. Oh, right, 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 right. I forgot about that. It yeah. sucked. It's that stupid, dumb scene. Fuck. Yeah, like I know what they were trying to do with that, but it was just. Yeah. Yeah, we did not need to know she had a mild history with religion. <laughs> Well, I, I felt like it was more like, what kind of character is she? Mm, yeah. And her attitudes toward authority? We could so. have figured that out pretty much immediately after the singing opening. Uh, and, and that's why that... See, also, the, like, opening singing was very, um... It was way too long. Like, I felt like it could have been half that, and it would have still... And the audience in that scene agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, no, I agree exactly with the audience in that scene, like... Way, way too much. All right. Sister Act. Yeah, where does this movie go? It's pretty Straight to the number one slot. No, not even close. 
Um, I'm really not sure where exactly I want to put this thing. Oh, you monster. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> Why? I. Excuse Why? me. <laughs> what are you guys doing? They're having a formatting war in the document. Oh, God. <laughs> I chose a black to match the habits. It's not a black, it's a very dark gray. Yes, which is a black. Because anything darker, you wouldn't have been able to see the text. <laughs> God, okay. Uh, I think for now, put this in the number 19 slot. 19, knocking out eight-legged freaks mm. below Groundhog Day. All right, this should positively affect our uh, scores. Hey! You guys are lucky you finally brought a good movie for once. My score took a big hit from that. Really? Yeah, like a point four. That's what happens when you're at the bottom of the list and everything shifts down. (laughs) I feel it. But, uh, how many points did you going to number one bring you up again? Cause, like... like, I think it was like six. Yeah, something like that. It was, in- I think it was actually like two, but it was an insane amount. Like, normally we shift like point two, point four, and I was like two whole fucking points. It was yeah. wild. God, you nailed that movie out of the park. It was Hell so good. Hell yeah. Alright. Yeah, yeah and, like, and so like, there's a couple movies in between kind of Sister Act and Black Cauldron that could be shifted around. I'm going to think it over. And we'll maybe next uh, um, podcast. Yeah, we... Or podcast. Uh, we don't... Yeah. yeah, we generally don't talk about it. But maybe, maybe next intermission. We'll, um... It will have its spot changed. So that brings us to the most forgettable part of the movie, the villain. Oh yes. Um, what were what what were misplaced Nazis from? Top uh, secret. M- yeah. Mischief Nazis are. No, that there's misplaced Nazis. Oh, is there also directly <laughs> yes. above mischief Nazis? Yeah. Uh, yes. All the Nazis are at the bottom. That's from Top Secret. <laughs> they're they're bad villains. Yeah, and not in the sense you would expect from Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Um. Put them. Knocking down mischief Nazis. So, uh, 39 slot. Alright, between the Nazis. You dare to separate the Nazis like this? Yeah. <laughs> it, it means uh, Ben Dobbs and Broomsticks uh, gets to have the bottom spot in both villains and movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no. He was He was a pretty bad villain, though. Yeah, he was, he was like... He was a prop. Yes, exactly. He was a cardboard cutout conflict. Uh, I don't think we had any business dads in this. I agree. Uh, Never in the glory. Punk lesbians. The whole choir. <laughs> or, oh, yeah, yeah, punk lesbians, yeah. Yeah. I'd put either punk lesbians or, like, innocent flower nun. <laughs> Fair. That's just not nice. I think I, I just want to see punk lesbians beat up the chipmunks. That yeah. would be awesome. That's a good scene. Yeah. 
I am, yeah. I think punk lesbian is the way to go. Nice. 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 Oh man, that, speaking of the innocent flower nun, that does remind me of something we didn't mention. Uh, the scene where it's like, get up, it's 5am, like, what? Oh, I just went to bed 20 minutes ago, and like, Ivan and I are just, oof, we felt that. Yeah. <laughs> we have bad sleep schedules. I work an adult job somehow, and for some reason, so I actually have like an okay sleep schedule nowadays. It's weird. On paper, I work an adult job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually bought- in my office nine to five. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, I'm in from eight thirty to four thirty, so I also have a decent sleep schedule now. I'm in from like ten thirty or noon until like. Five, six, then I go home and eat lunch. It's a thing. Pretty sure my boss doesn't listen. Oh my god, what if my boss was anonymous? (laughs) 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 Terrifying. Jesus. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What if? Uh, Connor's got the bottom two on lock. <laughs> well, like, one of those is just because you're spiteful. Mm-hmm. No. And the other has been nubs and broomsticks. <laughs> <laughs> I I do really like our implementation of the worth-watching, not-worth-watching line. Very important. Yeah, it's a somewhat reasonable line. Man, I was talking to my coworker. And I, uh, she was asking me what Arnie movies you watched for like Arnie April. And I was like, oh, Twins. And she's like, oh, Twins, such a great movie. <laughs> uh, and she suggested that for Arnie April we watched, I think it was Jingle All the Way. That is yeah. one of the only Arnie movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, I cannot watch that. It physically makes me <laughs> anxious. <laughs> no, actually, when I saw it, I had to stop watching. Like, this is giving me so much anxiety like i can't do it oh no it's so stressful oh look what you've done to this child you've given her anxiety actually though this, i could not watch this movie as a kid oh wow it's very unfortunate anyway uh, that was uh her suggestion for our april it is widely considered the most contentious uh arty movie <laughs> I don't know if that's true. A lot of people love or hate it. Arnie scholars still debate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty likely to be the comedy side this this month or this Arnie April, but it's because there's a few. We still have a few very heavy comedy ones and some very heavy action ones, so seems Mm. to be nice to do one of each. Yeah, yeah. The first Arnie April, April we happened to get three movies because that's just how April landed. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> sometimes that ha- that's how it be. Uh-huh. Sometimes you just got five Mondays. <laughs> I still, I still really want to show you guys um, Slappy and the Stinkers because <laughs> I, I am curious what I will think after having not watched it for uh, many years and what you guys will think. And by association, what you'll think about me and this list after having seen it. Patreon content. Mm -hmm. Just 
after seeing this movie, we can officially agree that this list should be flipped upside down. <laughs> then I'm still at the bottom! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 4D, 4D chess. <laughs> Beaten before you even started. It would definitely make my score worse. Like, I have a good amount of stuff in the top half. And, I mean, it's, I'm evening it out some amount. Like, two more things in the bottom half, and I'll, like, have a perfectly even score. But, yeah. So, the movie poster. Whose who's nun booty do you think that is after we've seen this movie? Uh, oh, opera singer. The... Yeah. Hardcore lesbian. She's got the booty for it. Hmm. Hella booty. It is known that all lesbians have... Hella ass. Great booties. Which one? Sorry, which one are we talking about? Uh, yeah, the opera singer, the one who was dancing with like three women oh, at okay. the bar and always happy and a joy and delight. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with Sean on that. I think it's her. Sister Sunshine. Oh, the sisterhood of the traveling habit. <laughs> uh, yeah. We did our stuff. We've been here. We've done that. Connor. What? Oh, you shit, see? am I first? Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you almost always are. <laughs> no, Chris is usually before me. When he's on the episode. Uh, so what makes you usually always first? Uh, I give this movie four punk lesbians coming out of church. I give this movie... One innocent nun who just has something inside her that needs to burst out of one experienced nun from a more progressive convent meeting in the middle of the night in their bedroom. Uh, Shauna, can you forever read me, like, soft for Yuri? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Same, though. <laughs> Shauna's gonna... Oh my god, I'm not continuing with this line of thought. This is degenerate, <laughs> this is degenerate, immoral, and wrong. Thank you. Out of? <laughs> <laughs> Out of one radical nun. Uh, give this movie one attempted murder out of one Pope party. <laughs> Yeah, and as always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Connor. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to Ape at Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description.